Hello, this is Gary Hutchins with the Sunny Slope Church of Christ in Omaha, Nebraska. This is today's Bible class. Short Bible study every single day, seven days a week, about 13, 14 minutes usually. But it keeps us in God's Word, and that's important for the strength of our faith, the strengthening of our faith as well, because faith comes by hearing the Word of God. Romans 10 and verse 17. You know people in your life who need stronger faith. You know people in your life who need to start focusing on their spiritual lives, upon their souls, about their relationship with God. Help them by sharing these short studies with them every day through Facebook friends, text messages, other technological means as well. You may help somebody turn their life around and ultimately get to heaven. What a great blessing for them and for you. So make that commitment and start sharing today. We're going to finish up our line of thought and study that we've been going through for the last number of days now. We've used Hebrews chapter 2 and verse 1 as a base text to get us moving in the direction that I want us to, to be thinking about and contemplating and studying about from God's Word in this particular study. And that is where the, where the, the Hebrews writer wrote, Therefore, we must give the more earnest heed, in other words, special, focused, diligent attention to the things we have heard, obviously the things we have heard from God's word, lest we drift away. And we've looked at all kinds of examples of how people can drift or in certain situations and scenarios. We've talked about how a pilot flying an airline jet has to stay on course. He has to watch the compass. He has to be careful to maintain his bearings because depending on how far he's flying, he may miss his destination. If he's off only one degree on the compass, only one degree, he may miss his his destination by 50 miles, 100 miles, even more. Being off just one degree. You see how critical that is in the physical world. The same thing for a ship at sea. They've got to stay on course. Otherwise, they can miss their destination by a whole lot, not even get to where they're supposed to be going. We've talked about the fisherman and his bass boat fishing off the shoreline, and before he realizes it, he's no longer where he was, where he was catching fish, because he wasn't anchored, and so the current gradually drifted his boat farther down the shoreline, and he wasn't catching fish anymore. He didn't even realize he was drifting, but he was. We've talked about a married couple who were so committed to one another, so in love with one another, so happy to be together when they first got married and seemed to be that way for a period of time thereafter. But somewhere years later, you got the word that so-and-so and so-and-so, they got a divorce and you're shocked, and you say, what? What happened? And you talk to one of them. They said, well, we just kind of grew apart over time. Another way of putting that is they drifted apart. They weren't paying proper attention to their relationship, to their marriage, to their love for one another. And they let, their, their, they let the fire in their love grow colder and colder. They were drifting. Well, From a spiritual perspective, we've talked about how so many Christians drift away from God, from faithfulness to their Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. They start becoming more sporadic in being at church services with their brothers and sisters in Christ. And so when they do that, they're getting weaker and weaker in their faithfulness. 
In fact, their faith is getting weaker and weaker. And certainly their faithfulness, and they start drifting away. They start making more excuses, finding it easier and easier to make an excuse for not being at services. Hebrews 10, verses 23 through 25 says, no, no, you need to be there. God sent his son to establish the church in this earth for a reason. And you need to pay attention to that reason, lest you drift away. Many Christians, they stop praying as they should. Their communication line with the throne room in heaven is, is, is kind of shut down to a great extent. And so they're naturally going to start drifting away from faithfulness and dedication and commitment to God. They're not focusing on their spiritual life as they should. Same thing is true in regards to they, they're not reading the Bible as they should. Maybe they're not reading it at all. And they're not going to church services as they, as they need to, and so they're not being under the sound of God's word as they need to be. And so they become weaker and weaker in their faith and in their faithfulness, and they start drifting more and more. And so many people, they start playing with sin, and that's self-destructive. And so they get deeper and deeper into sin. They start making more and more excuses. They, start, they, they, they get to where they're ignoring more and more sinfulness in their lives. And let me tell you, they've drifted already. And they need to come to repentance and get back on track. In all of these cases, they need to reset their compass, get back on course. We talked about how so many churches have drifted by compromising the true teachings of God's word to start to believe something or adjust their what they have understood God's word to say to adjust it to what they want it to say. And so they're off into false doctrine, false teaching. They've drifted. And again, churches, the same as with individuals, they can be drifting for a period of time, not even realizing that they're drifting. And then some Somewhere along the line, they wake up, and, and or at least some of the members of that ch- church wake up and say, what are we doing here? What are we teaching? They've drifted. We need an anchor for our souls individually. I ask the question again. In regards to all of this study we've been doing, are you drifting? Are you drifting in your spiritual life? Jesus said in John chapter 8, verses 31 and 32, If you abide in my word, you are my disciples indeed. If you live by my teachings, you are, my, you are truly, live by my teachings faithfully, obediently, is the sense there. Then you're truly my followers. And as we would make the application for us today, you're, you're true Christians, my brothers and sisters in Christ. You're part of my church, which is my body, spiritually. Verse 32, Jesus says, and here's the key, you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. You shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. In Hebrews chapter 6, Hebrews chapter 6 and verse 19, we read, this hope we have. Now, what is the hope that he's talking about? Our faith our belief in God and Christ as my Savior, my position within his church as a Christian, 
faithful, dedicated, obedient follower of Jesus, this hope we have as an anchor of the soul, both sure and steadfast, solid in other words, and which enters the presence behind the veil. We need that anchor in our spiritual lives. Is it there for you? Is it there in your life? Or have you kind of cut the cord, so to speak, and you've been drifting? You can come back. If your church has drifted away from the truthfulness of Christianity, then you need to find the church that is true to God's word on a consistent basis. The Apostle Peter wrote in 1 Peter chapter 1, beginning with verse 22, since you have purified your souls in obeying the truth. Now, what did Jesus say? You shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Peter says you purified your souls, he's writing this to true Christians here, in obeying the truth, not just believing it, not just saying some words that are empty because you're not living by it, but he says you have purified your souls in obeying the truth through the Spirit in sincere love of the brethren. Verse 23, having been born again. Now remember, Jesus told Nicodemus, except a man is born again, he cannot enter the kingdom of heaven. Having been born again, Peter writes, not of corruptible seed, so he's not talking about being born again physically, but incorruptible through the word of God, which lives and abides forever. If we're not living by the true teachings of God's word, we're drifting. If a church is not teaching the true teachings of God's word, that church is drifting. And what does the Hebrew, Hebrews writer say again? We need to give the more earnest heed, pay even closer attention to the things we have heard, to, to the true teachings of God's word, lest we drift away. When we start getting away from God's word and living by those teachings, making the proper applications to our lives on a consistent daily basis, we're drifting. The Apostle John wrote in 2 John chapter 1, verse 9, whoever transgresses and does not, what does that word transgress mean? It means to go beyond or come up short, basically to miss the mark. We're talking about getting off compass, off course. Whoever transgresses and does not abide in, live in, live by the doctrine, the teachings of Christ, does not have God. Are you drifting? Are you living by God's word on a consistent basis, daily, regularly? James chapter 1 and verse 18, of his own will, he brought us forth by the word of truth that we might be a kind of first fruits of his creatures. By the word of truth, brought us forth is a birthing kind of statement there. Again, being tied to what Jesus told Nicodemus must happen. A man, except a man is born again. He cannot enter the kingdom of heaven. Peter says, how are we born again? Through the word of God, through obedience to the word of God, dedication to live by God's word, by his teachings. 
Romans 1 and verse 16, I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God to salvation to all of those who believe. And the understanding of believing there, truly believing, is being obedient to those teachings. In 2 Peter 1 and verse 10, 2 Peter 1 and verse 10, Peter says, Therefore, brethren, be even more diligent. Sounds like Hebrews 2 and verse 1, doesn't it? Be even more diligent to make your call and election sure, your salvation in other words. For if you do these things, you will never stumble. For so an entrance will be supplied to you abundantly into the everlasting kingdom of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. In other words, an eternal home in heaven. Are you drifting? Have you gotten off course? You can repent and come back to God's way. Get back on course. Start living by his teachings again. We'd love to help you. You can contact us through our website at churchofchrist.com, churchofchrist.com. Click on the email link and you can contact us that way. Or you can phone us at 402-498-8397, 402-498-8397. We'd love to hear from you. We'd love to help you. We'd be glad to send you a free Bible study if that's what you want. We can talk. We can pray together. If you're in the Omaha area, we can get together and sit down and study together. If you've been drifting, you don't have to stay off course. You can repent and get back into God's Word and live in the way that He wants you to live with the wonderful, ultimate, and confident destination of heaven. But you've got to get back on course. You've got to stop drifting. Let's pray. Father, please forgive us of our sins. Help us where we need to, to get back on course, to stop drifting, to be dedicated to you, living by your word on a consistent basis. Help us, Father, and we know that you want to. Again, please, Father, please forgive us and hear our prayer. In Jesus' name, amen.